I love helping people with their voice and I have been doing for over 20 years now. I feel old saying that. If you'd like some more tips on uh, voice coaching and you'd like me to coach you personally, then I have a special offer at the moment. If you go to bit.ly forward slash May voice coaching offer, bit.ly forward slash May voice coaching offer, then you will see a special offer for the next few days where you can have one to one voice coaching with me and find your dream voice. This is the Thrive With Live show, the podcast where you can learn to go live with poise, professionalism and peace of mind. Live video is the best free tool to win clients and grow your income and authority. So, if you want to ditch the overwhelm and confusion to skyrocket your online success through the dynamism of live video, then you are in the right place. This podcast covers all aspects from your mindset, voice, style, and personal branding to all the technology and tools you need to get started and grow with live video. And now, here is your host, Katie Simpson. Hello and welcome to episode 21 of the Thrive With Live show. How are you today? So today is one of my favourite topics, talking about the voice and how we can attract our dream clients through our voice and how we can keep those clients there. So not many people talk about the voice these days. If they do, they're talking about your own personal thoughts and being, your own voice, as it were, your beliefs, the way that you are. But not many people actually talk about our physical voice, the sound of our voice, the quality of our voice, the uniqueness of our voice. And the voice is so important. It can attract people or repel people. It is our own musical instrument that we've been given. But many people think that if their their voice is a certain way that they can't change their voice, that everybody is born with a type of voice and you always sound like that and you can't really change it. But our voices are so adaptable. If you think of people who can pretend to be famous celebrities and politicians, and it's incredible how they can adapt their voice to that. And there are singers as well. If you just listen on YouTube, there are people who can adapt their singing voice and make them sound like other singers. It's Our voices are so incredible. They're so unique to us. They're so adaptable. And we can make great changes to our voice and develop our voice in a way that is our own personal voice. So when people are talking about improve your voice, 
it can make them think that they're they're going to sound different to who they really are. That's not necessarily the case at all. I love helping people to find their own true voice, the voice that is their own unique instrument and that they're really utilising that instrument in the best way to sound the best that they can be. When we grow up, we take on habits of other people around us. We take on stresses and strains and we put those into our muscles in our body and that really can affect our voice. There are so many things that can affect the way that we speak and it's great to just work on our voice and just to release some of those stresses and strains and to become more us, more me. That's what I'm really, really here for and I love doing. So when we work on our voice, it really helps us with our confidence. It helps us with our general well-being because we are utilizing our body in a better way. So it's it's like an athletic activity, working on our breathing, working on our speaking. And it it's at the same time helps us to be more relaxed because working on your breathing in a really good way can really relax the nervous system and help the oxygen to get around your body so it energizes you. It really is fantastic. So what does it do for our audience? What does it do for our business? Well, it helps to attract our clients because our voice sounds attractive. Our voice sounds like something that they want to listen to. So it attracts them and it engages them in what we're talking about. So they get interested in listening to our voice because it's easy to listen to. It draws them in and it also helps to keep them engaged. You won't get that drop off, you know, as people get fed up. So maybe your voice can be a bit of a monotone. Mono means one sort of sound and it doesn't really go up or down and it might make you sound, if you your voice is like that, it might make you sound a bit like you're bored or a bit like you're tired, a bit like you're not interested in them or the subject that you're teaching. And that's a real shame and that really will make people drop off your videos, your your coaching calls, your podcasts, whatever it is, really quite quickly. Because if you're not sounding like you're bothered or interested or engaged or interesting to listen to, then they're going to run away. Um, maybe we sound a bit the opposite. Maybe we sound a bit erratic. So our voice is in little spurts like that and it can tend to sound quite tense and maybe our voice goes a little bit higher as well with the tension and that will just really rub off on the people that we're speaking to as well and they will feel some of that tension and they may well leave quickly because they don't want to take on that tension. 
And it doesn't help them to focus on what you're talking about either. So there's loads of ways and reasons why having a good voice and working on your voice is good for your audience, good for your business. Now, let's just talk a moment about selling. Have you ever sold on a video or a client call or a podcast or whatever it is, a webinar? A lot of people, when they get to the point where they've got to start selling the thing, their voice can really start clamming up. We get those nerves, don't we? And when the nerves kick in, it can make our voice go a bit more monotone. It might make us speed up as well because our heart rate is speeding up. It it does a lot of things to our voice that makes us sound a bit less us, a bit less relaxed and happy and natural. And that can really put people off buying your thing. It can put you off being able to concentrate and enjoy the selling part. So it will help you if you work on your voice, it really will help you to sell better. Isn't that fantastic? Woohoo! Let's get into it then, guys. So, I've got three tips for you, and these are really easy things that you can practice at home. So, what I'd recommend that you do is just get a piece of prose. It can be the most boring piece of prose ever. Um, I don't recommend it's a poem because a poem is naturally in phrases and you'll probably use a more sing-songy voice and you will pause at the end of the phrases, which is actually what we've got to practice. So if you've got a blog post that you've written or the transcript of a video or podcast or something like that, just use anything from the newspaper, if you like, to practice with. So tip number one, first thing to practice is speaking in fluent phrases. Now, it's really important to do that because we want people's attention to be able to focus along a whole phrase, to be able to focus to the end of the phrase that we're saying so it all makes sense, rather than speaking in jerky bits and then starting again like that. That's that's hard for the listener to focus on what we're talking about. So we want to speak in fluent phrases. And you can very easily practice just saying letters of the alphabet or numbers. And when you need to take a breath, just take a proper pause, a proper time for breath. So for example, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, etc. So you might notice that I took a, a break of about three seconds or maybe slightly faster than that. In my mind, when I take a little rest, I make myself relax. And in my mind, I go one, two, three, and then I carry on. 
So when I speak in a phrase, I allow my voice to go up and down musically so it sounds interesting, so I sound enthusiastic about my subject and so that the phrase has some shape to it. It's not just boring, 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 stop. Boring, 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 stop. So it makes sense. And most people naturally go down at the end of the phrase. But if you keep going down at the end of the phrase, it can make you sound a bit down (laughs) and it can make the subject sound a little bit low as well. But on the other hand, some people always go up like they're asking a question like that and they slide up their voice. And that can not only be a bit annoying, but uh, it can make you sound a little bit like you're not confident in what you're saying. You're not really sure about what you're saying. It is a trend. It's called up talk. Some people call it like that. You can actually raise your voice at the end of a phrase if you don't slide up, up, like that. That's when the up talk happens. But you can sound interesting towards the end of a phrase if you go up, but you don't slide. Do you see what I did there? Okay, so first tip, speaking in fluent phrases. Try not to speak jerkily. And the second tip is allow excitement and interest. We have to just bump up a little bit of our uh, natural energy when we are speaking on a client call or we're doing a podcast, we're doing any of our content creation, you need to just be a bit more you than you normally are. So think of what is great about you. Think of what you love about your subject, your product, whatever it is that you're talking about. Think about how you love helping your dream clients, your audience. Imagine that you're talking to one of them and really bump up that excitement, bump up that love for your dream clients, love helping them and Allow that excitement and interest in your voice. So what happens is that your volume won't just be loud all the time, but you'll have some loud, excited bits and you'll have some softer bits. And that will really, really work well for keeping that engagement of the people listening. And you'll also notice that your voice becomes more (laughs) singy-songy. If that's a term, I think I just made that up. Some uh, cultures have more of a singing type of speaking voice than others. Like the Italians, this is a terrible accent, but they go up and down. And the Welsh as well. I'm in England, but the Welsh, uh, a lot of them are really good singers in Wales too. And their voices naturally go up and down. Allow your voice to have those that range of tone. So up and down, not just around the same sort of pitch and note, but allow it to go up and down a bit more. And then you will have more excitement and interest in your voice and people will love listening to you. So that was tip number two. Tip number three 
is rest between your spoken phrases. So I've talked about this a little bit already. So you do a phrase and then you just allow your body to rest. You think in your mind, one, two, three, and you, you're allowing yourself at the same time to take a lovely, deep, fulfilling breath. So you don't have to actually say under your breath, one, two, three, because if you did, you wouldn't be able to breathe. You just think of it in your mind and you just take a deep breath. So I'd like you to do something for me to practice this deep breathing. I'd like you to put your hands on your sides, like you're putting your hands on your hips. So if you just gently dig in, I want you to find the bottom of your ribs at each side of your body and just nestle your hands there so that your thumbs are behind you and your fingers are in front of you, just resting on your abs. Okay, what I'd like you to do, and I'm going to come away from the microphone a little bit to do this, is just make a gentle cough. And just before you do that, feel what is happening under your hands when you do that. You just might feel a little movement. So just a very gentle cough. Okay, ready? <laughs> okay, could you feel that? So you might have felt that the front of your body just goes in a little bit. You might have felt that under your hands that your sides may go in a little bit. That's absolutely fine and that's good. That's your abdominal muscles working well. So we've got a lovely big muscle in the body called the diaphragm. I liken it to one of those sort of circular trampettes, trampolines, you know, one of those little exercise ones. It's not that sort of shape because our body isn't that sort of shape and it bounces a bit like a trampoline, but it, it will go a lot further down and a lot higher up than, than a trampoline. It's a lot more flexible than that. And it is a fantastic muscle that creates a vacuum in our body that when we need to breathe, we don't have to wake up, for example, if we're asleep and suddenly think, oh gosh, I've got to pull a breath in now. <gasps> no, the opposite happens. That vacuum happens in your body and your body just has to just open the mouth and the air just drops in. Ah, oh, and it's a lovely breath without you having to think about it at all. It just drops in and your diaphragm just drops down and where your hands are will just expand very slightly as the diaphragm drops down. Okay, so we're going to just close our mouths in a minute and we're going to breathe slowly in through the nose. And I want you to imagine that you are a glass of water, a, a glass, you're empty, a, an empty glass, and you're just pouring water, which is your breath into the glass and it pours from the bottom upwards. Okay, so when you take in your breath, I want you to imagine that that breath is being poured into 
the glass, which is your torso, your trunk, and it's going from the bottom upwards. Does that make sense? Okay, so we're going to try that together. A slow, deep breath in through the nose and just feel where your hands are. Just expand a little bit. Are you ready? Let's do it together. And. And then release that air. You can shut your eyes if you want. We're going to do that again. So deep breath in through the nose. And out. And relax. If you felt that you couldn't really take a deep breath in, that you felt quite tense and you didn't feel that your muscles underneath your hands were expanding at all, then I'd suggest you do exactly the same thing, but lie down on the floor with your knees up and your knees bent. You can put a pillow or a book or something underneath your head if that's more comfy and put your knees bent up and just try that again with your hands in the same place. So you can do that now if you like, or we do exactly the same thing. And I want you to enjoy that feeling of expansion under your hands. Don't push it so you're trying to make more expansion happen than is natural. Just relax and fill that glass with your breath in your mind. Ready, and And breathe out. Okay, so what you can do is when you're speaking the phrase and we can do the numbers together, we'll get up to number eight and then we'll just rest. We'll think one, two, three in our mind as we're taking that deep breath in. Okay, so we're going to speak up to eight and we're going to make our phrase be up and down, interesting and excited and fluent. And then we're going to take our rest and enjoy that breath. Okay, ready? Together, let's say up to eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. So just a little bonus tip there. You won't always have a chance to breathe out slowly like that. It, you can just do a quick release of your breath. You know, you don't have to, you won't have time every single time to take all of that time to breathe out. So you just get used to just doing a little quick release. So I hope that's been really helpful for you today. Thanks for listening, guys. Speak to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Thrive With Live show. If you love this podcast, do subscribe, share it with friends and join Katie's supportive Facebook community, the live video success hub for ladypreneurs. And let's make your video confidence and impact soar. Until next time, remember to count your blessings.